season's going to end on a double doink. The Philadelphia Eagles are Super Bowl champions. Eagles fans everywhere, this is for you. Let the celebration begin. There's going to be a parade on Broadway. And your hosts, Brendan Deeg and Eric Warner. Hester's going to take it all the way for a touchdown. Hello, football faithful. Welcome back to another episode of the Double Doink Podcast. My name is Brendan Deeg. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you haven't already, please hit that subscribe button. It would be greatly appreciated. If you can also rate the podcast and review the podcast wherever you do listen to your podcast. It would also be greatly appreciated. Ho, 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 gentlemen. The holidays came early here at Manscaped, the leading men's hygiene brand. Manscaped just launched new products, including their all-new ultra-premium body wash and a two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. It's time to give yourself or someone who needs it the gift of beautiful skin, hair, and balls this holiday season. Go to manscaped.com and use code DOINK, D-O-I-K, DOINK, for 20% off and free shipping. Untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past, and it's possible you have Santa's beard in your pants. Inside the Performance Package 4.0, you'll find the signature Lawnmower 4.0. This electric trimmer has proprietary advanced skin safe technology to reduce cuts on your nuts. It's also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. It's like a gift for your partner with less mess. The Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant, moisturizer, and toner. It's time to keep your North Pole feeling and smelling fresh. Get 20% off and free shipping using code DOINK. D-O-I-K, doink at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping using code doink at manscaped.com. Take your ball defense to the promised land with Manscaped. The entire website is 25% off right now for Black Friday. So please check out manscaped.com. All right. We are back at Double Podcast. My co-host, Mr. Eric Warnsey, is with me. Eric, how are we doing? Doing well, Brandon. Doing well. I do have, uh, I wanted to bring up one. Why is American taste? It's, I don't know. I, I feel like Canada's like, does, does anyone even know that Canada celebrates Thanksgiving around the world? I don't know. <laughs> just, I, every time around this, they get the whole week off. They yeah. get the Thursday, Friday off. It's basically a fake week in, in, in America for this week. Like everyone, it's, it's, it's mailed in Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday in this week, right? No, I, I can, I agree with that. And, but like being a football fan, you kind of get that. You're not eating turkey and stuffing, but you kind of get that vibe. It's 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 a little bit of a Thanksgiving here, and we got Thanksgiving football to break down this episode. We're gonna do that toward the end. Uh, we have a couple topics we want to talk about. That's kind of uh, was it been on my mind this week? And I want to start with the Tennessee Titans. We I said on the last podcast I want to dive into their offense and see what's going on there. Why are they been so bad the last three weeks? Of course, there's pretty much one answer to it, and his name is Derrick Henry. He's not playing, um, but I think. I think when a running back goes down historically, Warnsy, your team should be able to survive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seen, I would again a uh, running back gets brought in. The offense does Yeah. Adrian Peterson clearly not right. He got waived right? today. He, was it yes? Yeah. yeah, he's he's gone. He's gone. Like, I don't even know why they bothered bringing him. Yeah, he had also, nothing left in the tank. Yeah, I'm assuming he's going to be the back going forward here. Picked up in fantasy this week. <laughs> um, okay, so I dove into their offense, and the last three weeks it's been bad. They, they have not been up to par. Their defense actually played pretty well this year, and it's been kind of hiding some issues. 
but they haven't been able to hide the issues over the last few weeks. Over the last few weeks, the Titans are 21st in EPA per play. They only have six offensive touchdowns in that span. Remember that Rams game they won 28-16? Remember there was pick six in that game, right? Like, the offense was awful in that game. For the, I think there were two defensive touchdowns, right? Did they have two? I think they had a fumble return. They oh. had one. Um, oh, no. Okay. Yep. Yep. That game by the Rams. Yeah. So they've had. So that's two touchdowns a game. That's bad. That's a bad pace. You can't win in the NFL if you're scoring an average of two touchdowns a game. They simply cannot run the football right now. Like it's it's it looks hard. And it is hard. And their last three games, they played the Texans, the Saints, and I'm missing one here. Uh, Rams. Rams, yeah, right, the Rams. Okay, in, that, in those three games, they are averaging 72.6 yards per game on the ground. If you were to average that out in the NFL right now, that's dead last in the NFL. It's two yards behind the worst Houston Texans. They, they are the worst running team with all the running backs they have. I can't they can't run the ball. But basically, like what I'm trying to get at here is Derrick Henry has been such a big loss more than I thought he was going to be. Like I didn't think it would oh. I didn't think it would like just derail their offense, but it's it has derailed their offense. Yeah. And the scariest part about it is when Derrick Henry was on the field earlier in the the Titans faced the highest percentage back loss. Yeah. And he was still able to be a successful running back against they're not. They're gonna. It's so middle of the pack right now. And it's the pack box they're getting, and they can't run the ball whatsoever. Yeah. No. So that's hurting also their receivers. Yes. And they're banged up now too. Like I, what I want, what kind of the big picture thing is, I don't think this team is a, is a threat in the AFC as currently constructed. Like I wait, like right now, like they're Leo Jones is on IR. He's not coming back at least for one more week or two weeks. My guess is he won't be back until mid December. Okay, they got the Patriots coming up. They got the Steelers coming up, the 49ers in the next three weeks. There is a very realistic scenario here that they go 0-3 in those three games. Without, without, because A.J. Brown's also banged up too. Without Julio Jones, with Derrick Henry's not coming back. He's, he won't be back till probably, if he's coming back, will be playoff time. Um, I, I, I don't think this, this team is the best record in football. And it doesn't, I don't think they are the best. The team's not the best team. I like they are I, not. I would take. I would take about six or seven teams over them right now. I would too, but I'm not going to try to predict. Guys. I got eleven games. Mm-hmm. Every time I count them out, they win. And then when I expect them to beat it, yeah. Like you said, two hard teams. Seriously, that's lost. Yes, it's, it's, it's baffling that that's actually happened. Um, I just, like, I, I thought that when Derrick Henry went down that they would be okay. Like, the, the, I thought they would be able to kind of figure out the run game. I thought the scheme would help it out. But it is, it's not there. And I don't think it's going to get better. Like, they're, they're running through running backs right now. Like you said, Hilliard's probably going to be the main guy going forward. Down to Foreman. Dante Foreman, like, they hit, hit the whole entire fantasy world telling you to start Dante Foreman this week. And he had, like, one touch in the first half. Oh, oh fantasy, fantasy, uh, that's something I will never get into, man. It's hard to predict. We, we think it's hard betting, like, predicting who the hell is going to get touches. Like, yeah. if your job is to be, if, like, like, the guys on Matthew Barry, stuff like that, like, it's, it's impossible. But anyways, yeah, like, I don't, I just, I think this team's in free fall mode. 
and I think they're going to free fall. Like, putting up 13 points against the Houston Texans is ugly with a capital U. They turned the ball over five times I know. in this game. Right? And they did punts. Like, they, were, they, they looked like I, the Texans didn't want to win this one. This is what, if I was a Titans fan, keeping me alive in the back of my mind. We've seen Ryan Tannehill in the backpack back up or brought back last. That was what he did in Miami. It yeah. did not work. When, when he got to Tennessee, play action, leg type guy, and he had serious success with it. It's really hard to run that system. See it with other quarterbacks, like when Baker Mayfield and that Browns run game going, Kevin able to open up passes down the field. No, exactly. Like they, they are nothing without the run game. Yeah. Like this offense needs it, and they are dead last in the last three weeks in yards. Like they, they're. This is not a good look. I, I'm. Uh, we were talking about. We were worried about the Bills. I, I I'm worried about the Texans. I, I think this is a. Uh, I the Titans. So I think this is. I think this could be bad. Like these next three games, we're about well, to find out a lot. Like the, going into Fox, bro. There's no way they beat Patriots this like coming up week. Said you don't know about the Bills either. Like we this whole year, every, the AFC has been a mess. Like, I, I can't get a read on so many teams. It, it is muddy right. Now. This team's eight and three. Like that's yeah. what's blowing my mind. Like that. That's what's like. It's weird. Like they are top of the conference, and they just lost 22 13 to the Houston Texans. And like when you dig up, like if you dive into this offense, like it's ugly. Like they're not getting any better. Like they're they have ten guys that didn't practice today. Like, their injury report is long, and it's getting longer. A.J. Brown's not – like, he didn't practice today. Like, I know it's only Wednesday, and but still, it's uh, – this, this could be free-fall mode. I don't think any – I don't know anybody who saw this. I – Yeah. They got to be the favorite. If they, beat the tit- if they beat the Titans this week at home, at home against – like, and I'm pretty sure they're, what, probably three, four-point favorites? They can win handily here. Like you're, they're. I will give them the title of probably the best team may have seen. Like right now, they are playing like it. I'm just, I'm still a little skeptical, but I think this week, uh, I, I, this, this could be a big flipping moment for both teams. Okay, um, we all watch what happened on Monday Night Football with the New York Giants. Oh, <sighs> being an Eagles fan, it's fun watching them <laughs> catapult downwards. Can't lie, I, I like seeing this team suck. But when you dive into this, it's they're. Uh, this this franchise is probably placed there before I, I say it, they do have a draft pick they do have Seattle's or not Seattle's they have the Bears draft pick yeah. so that could be a high one that is literally the only thing they have going for them right now like they they it's I, ugly I wish I could have been a fly in the wall so bad and dead, but hey Daniel's who's the offensive <laughs> Jason Garrett. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. Who made that decision? So they, I saw this stat. I wish I should have brought it up. So they actually, under Pat Shermer, Daniel Jones played the first year under Pat Shermer. They have, he has more touchdowns under Pat Shermer in that one year than he has with Jason Garrett over the last year and a half. So Jason Garrett has catapulted the development of, uh, or downward, sorry, that yeah. spiraled the, the, uh, the development of Daniel Jones. You know, you're right. That was such a dumb hire. We all knew it from the start. Every like you didn't have to be a smart football mind to know that, that was a bad hire. Yeah, his, his offense prehistoric. His offense was very yards every <laughs> single person. It's not creative whatsoever. 
I don't know where the Giants go. We'll see. They do have their pick will be nice. <coughs> that's literally all they have. Yeah, that their pick will be nice yeah. as well. Yeah, they so. they could have two top ten picks. So yeah. I was looking at this right now, currently, they have negative nine point nine million in cap space. Yeah. But when the season ends, they're gonna have four point two mil. Okay. They can save $26 million by cutting James Bradbury. But again, you're cutting James Bradbury. Like, he's your best player, right? So, like, you get money back, but again, like, you're cutting your best cornerback. And then you can, you, so you can save $26 million in cutting James Bradbury, Blake Martinez, and Kyle Rudolph. I would cut Blake Martinez and Kyle Rudolph the second the day, the June, June 1st hits. James Bradbury, that's, it's 11 of that 26 mil. So then you're going to have about $30 million to spend here on a roster that is awful. They, so my guess is they don't do a lot in free agency. They've blown through the draft. This needs a rebuild. But there's two ways you can go about this. Like, you know, go on. They've had three picks in the top six. I know. And none of them have hit. None of them have hit. That's why I don't think this is going to work. So here, I'm going to throw another door your way. You rebuild door. Or there's another door here that's a potential option. And this is going to tie into what the next topic conversation is. Is Russell Wilson the place? Is New York Giants the place to go for Russell Wilson? It's because like, they have two top. They have two top ten draft picks. Okay, they only have thirty million dollars cap space. They don't have a lot, so you could probably get him in and restructure his contract so to, to shave off some money. And then, like you have Saquon Barkley, you have um, you have uh, what's his face? Uh, Kenny Galladay. They just gave him a bunch of money to Andrew Thomas. Could probably draft some guy. I, I don't know if we'll take two top ten picks to get Russell Wilson, but I, I, I think that gets it done. Right? If they're both top 10, yeah. that's probably, I would say that's more attractive. Yeah, that anything, ex- that they don't know exactly, 100%. So then you have, like, you just need some offensive line rebuild. The offense it has talent. You just need a guy to get the ball. Like, Kadarius Tony's talented. You can see it. he's a good player. Kenny Galladay's an okay player. Like, Sherling Shepard's a good young player. They have the guys, they just, they need the cornerback and they need the offensive line. The offensive line's an issue. Daniel Jones was pressured on 43% of his snaps on Monday night. Yeah. So, like, I think there's two doors they could go down here, and both of them, in my opinion, require a new coach, a new GM, and a new quarterback. The new coach, new GM. Yeah. Yeah. The general business. No judge. I think he's probably got to go. Oh, he's he's got to go. It's it's done. It's, it it's, hasn't worked. Yeah, you've seen it. Like it's they gave him another year. It was bad last year. Um, and it's it's not working. They need to they need to blow this up. But how big you blow this up is the question. Like, and there's this there's another factor to this. Like Russell Wilson is dating Sierra or married to Sierra. She's a New York girl. Like there's there, you, you know what I mean? Like yeah, there you go. That's what I'm here for. All right, that ties us into uh, our last topic before we get into Thursday's Thanksgiving slate. Seattle Seahawks, man. Three and seven, two games back of a wild card position. Basically a dead team walking. It's over, right? It's over. And it's sad to say, but it being over, like Seahawks fans, what a run this was under. Arrow, like, yep. Looking into it today, they made they made the playoffs nine of eleven years. They won at least one playoff. Seven of those. You know about the win. You know about lot. But what a run! They were to get ahead of this. Pull it up. Like you just brought up two top. They made the Super Bowl. 
and they quick. they need to like they don't have their own first round pick yeah, like because they, they don't do it a year too late do it a year yeah, too early agreed and do it right now right the best you also gotta look around in your division rams look like they got or rams got at least a couple more years and then san francisco got their young quarterback arizona's got their young if you wait too long, you could be at the bottom of that division. Yeah. They traded a two first round pick for a safety who can't cover. Yeah. <laughs> there have been some bad decisions made. Name name one good young player besides DK Metcalf on that team. Can you name one? If they like they are their roster is bad. Is their best corner? Yeah, they, of like who plays corner. Their defensive talent is ugly. Like they, they, DK Metcalf is probably their only young player they can build. Like they, that, that if you're a new GM coming in, right? Like and you're yeah. and you're running the show, that's the one guy you're like, okay, he's not going anywhere. The rest, like everyone else, is expand, expandable. Like they don't have any talent. Bobby Wagner's Bobby Wagner's up there. He's gonna get cut this offseason. His contract. He's good. They're gonna move on from him. Like they don't have any pass rush shoes. They have no Bobby Wagner's a really good linebacker. He's up there in age. Like you said, the secondary, I don't even know who's playing corner for that team. Yeah. Jamal Adams, they traded two first round picks to the guy and he can't cover anybody. Their offense has no like their offense is DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Right now, that's a okay, that's a good wide receiver crew right now to, like today, but man. <laughs> and last year they only have three rounds. Yep. And they used it. I know. Receiver. I hated that pick too. I, I, I that was that was a terrible pick. Yeah, no. They, this this team's in trouble. And like I, you bring up a great point. This should be the year they do it. Get rid of trade Russell Wilson before the before the draft. Maybe this, in this offseason during free agency, recoup some draft picks. Start fresh. New coach. Um, I'm assuming. I don't know if the GM's going to be there. He's like you said. He hasn't made the greatest. They they went all in. Like they they tried to get they tried to maximize the Russell Wilson era. It didn't happen. And again, there's nothing wrong with starting fresh. Like you said this. Like this, I'm looking. Run. Yeah, exactly. Like they had, they went on like from the 2012 to 2016. Like they had a really good yeah. run. Legion of Boom. Yeah. Like that's probably the best. It will, it will be the best defense we'll ever see. In 2012, they lost in the divisional round. 2013, they win the Super Bowl. 2014, they lose in the Super Bowl. Then they lost in the division round back to back years, 2015, 2016. How much more can you ask for if you're a Seattle Seahawks fan? I know you probably want that of the Super Bowl, which they definitely should have won. Yeah. But. <clears throat> it's um we're watching the end of an era there okay why don't you tell us about cool bet then let's right dive on. into thanksgiving games thanksgiving games all the odds i bring to you here are brought by cool bet Okay, let's start with this. Let's start with the Bears game. Why don't we talk about the uh, the news out of Chicago today? So, what was the website that reported this? Patch.com? I don't even know. It was circulated early yesterday, I believe. I thought it was Tuesday. Maybe it was Monday. I... But the report is that Matt Nagy has been informed to be fired. Personally, I. Where there's smoke, there's fire. But who, what boss says to somebody, hey, I'm going to fire you on 
just doesn't seem realistic. I agree. Um, I, I think it's weird, but I, I also, like you said, I, when you said the smoke is fire, I'm actually kind of buying this story a little bit. They had a meeting. They met, Matt Nagy and ownership met, I think it was Tuesday morning or Monday morning. And Matt Nagy said that he was not told he was going to be fired. Now, looking from a this angle, it's a short week, right? Like, if you're fired, you can't really fire your coach on a Monday and get, get ready to prepare to play on a Thursday. So maybe there was some sort of mutual handshake here where we respect you, but can you just maybe coach this game? I don't know. Like, who knows what was said? I would love to be a fly on the wall in that, in that meeting that happened. But I actually kind of buy this a little bit. It kind of makes sense. Like, if you fire him on Thursday, that means you have a 10-day span to get ready for the next game with your new coach. I don't know who, who would take over. I don't if know who that guy would be. But him, yeah. They were, are, have they? Why not fire him? Yeah, right exactly. This is the perfect time Agreed. So I think it's been determined, especially after the last. It's they were training at Chicago Bulls games. The Bulls, Bills, Bulls, and Matt Nagy's. I, I heard today Matt Nagy's kids' high school game. They were chanting fire like that. That's uh, that, I know. Like leave the family out of it, but like that, get their high school kids and whatnot. But it just, it just, it's, it's, it's over. It, it's not. Yeah. He's, he's good as gone. Full on chance. Yeah. And it was loud chance too. Yeah, I know. He's good. It's gone. I, I actually, I buy the story. I, I think he's gone on Friday. I, I will. I think it's about a 50, 50, like, I think it's 50 day chance he's gone. And if they lose the Lions, then he's 100% gone. Right. Yeah, like, you're not, like, that. it's ugly. But like, let's talk about the, uh, the so actual I was game. I about to say, yeah. so with all that being said, how can the Bears come out and cover a three-point spread? Tim Boyle? God, yeah. well, well, it looks like Jared Goff is 50-50 right now. I haven't heard anything. I believe so. We are recording right now at about six o'clock Eastern time on Wednesday, and I haven't heard anything recent. I think he said he's like a 50 50 chance. He's questionable. How much? Okay, you know what? I actually know. He does bring more juice than Tim Boyle. Tim Boyle threw 77 yards on 23 attempts. I think Goff brings a little bit of some sort of competence to the offense. You know, he's still not a good quarterback, but he's a lot better than Tim Boyle. Spread right now is three. I wrote for the National Football Post that I would take the Bears minus three. Um, but. It's this is a tough spread to kind of calculate here. I uh, they're this could they're combined three sixteen and one these two teams on the whole season. This is this is this is as bad as it can. Can we have a, a maybe a petition to get the Lions off of Thanksgiving? They're the ones who started. I know. <laughs> one thing, Matt Nagy, I believe he's five and one in his uh, career against the Lions. Maybe that's why he's sticking around for Friday. Matt Nagy down the well and prepared. I am going with uh, DeAndre uh, Swift, 2 plus at plus 850 for my anti touchdown with the Lions because he's the only guy that scores touchdown on that team. So like, he's the only guy worth it. I don't know what my Bears pick is going to be. Um, I, all my picks will be up later tonight on the National Football Post. I've had a hard well, time with this game. I know. David Montgomery is their only guy. And he's, yeah. Darnell Mooney had 16 targets last week. You didn't think he played well? Yeah. Well, he had like over 100 yards. Yeah. He should be the guy they're looking to get the ball to a lot, though. He's their best player on offense. I thought that was the bad game. Some people are getting I don't think he's. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely slow, too. He's a threat, though. That's a big topic of conversation. 
Well, he, Robbins is good as God, but they definitely should but still. That's what I mean. They you can't have, you can't just assume, oh, Mooney is going to be wide receiver one. Second, third round pick should be offensive lineman, wide receiver. They, they need to get some young talent on the offense in that building fast. Um, Lions are 1 and 15 in their last 16 home games, 1 and 14 in their last 15 divisional games. They, they, like, if they can't beat the Lions, we're. Oh. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. Anyways. I feel like the games progressively get better as yeah. the day goes on. So at four thirty, the Las Vegas Raiders are going into Jerry's World Cowboys. As a half total is fifty-one and a half. I personally, after last week, I was first off. Ooh, I I'm going Seven and a half is a little rich. That that half point is yeah. bugging me, you know. Yeah. That half point is really bugging me. Um, Vegas is a dead team walking right now. Yeah. Th- their season's over. That Bengals game, like they, there were they, you saw like you saw like the signs of like this is this is going yeah. nowhere. Yeah, like yeah. they they the the second half, like they played okay in the first half. Their offense was somewhat doing something, and then it hit. They hit a wall about halfway through the second quarter. Yeah, I, I think I think the Dallas I think the Dallas Cowboys can win this game handily, but that half point is bugging me for like a backdoor cover potentially. Um. Yeah, I, Dallas right now is 11-3 against the spread in their last fourteen games. Like they're still a, they're still a wagon to cover. They're five and one against the spread in the last six games as a favorite. So whenever they're slated as a favorite, they do technically cover the spread a lot. Um, technically haven't done very well on Thursdays for three and nine against the spread in the last twelve Thursday games. I don't know. Take that for what you will. But uh, I, I still think I still think they cover this game uh, pretty nicely. Their offense is getting healthy. CD Lamb looks like he's going to be coming back. Tyron Smith is back. Yeah. No, he will miss this game. He's unvaccinated, so he had to miss ten days. Oh, I thought he was. You know, unvaccinated boy. Okay, that's actually that. I think it was a big deal when Lamb left. When when without both of those guys, they they look lost. When you have Lamb back in, he's in concussion protocol. He's practiced today. All signs of point, he'll be good to go. Tyron Smith looks like he's good to go. The one thing I will say is the Raiders are eighth in ESPN's pass rush win rate metric and eleventh in sacks. They've kind of taken in the, over the last couple of games that they've kind of plummeted. But like the first half of the season, they had the best pass rush in the NFL. If Max Crosby and Gawkway can kind of maybe get after Dak a little bit, then that's the only kind of way I see the Raiders keeping this close. But I would lean Dallas minus seven and a half here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next game would be Buffalo Bills. Another game where hey. Is it six and a half now? Okay. Yeah. I liked five. I th- it opened at five, and now I it's know, so banged up. Yeah. Crazy. No throwing arm said, no Ryan Ramchek, no Malvin Kamara for the second straight week. They literally are the most, they're the talent, least talented offense right now. You're run by yeah. Traquan. No, Adam Troutman, too. He yeah. was their only good guy. He's banked up, too. They they suck on he's offense. Out. Yeah, he's out. Yeah, they suck on offense. Yeah. Like, this, it's pretty much as simple as that. They got and nothing. After the Bills defense, like that is a big book the mirror. What do you think about the Bills maybe, like, using Josh Allen to run a lot this game? Like, it worked to the Eagles. But it worked for the Eagles. Like, Jalen Hurts oh, was yeah. awesome. Like, they yeah. might be looking at some tape from this week. 
Last week and be like, hey, look what Hurts did to the, to the Saints. Watch, try to maybe run the ball. The Bills need to get a running game going. I know the Saints are still, I think they're still first in rush defense DVOA, so it's maybe not the best game plan, but they need to get some sort of run game going. I think it's got to be led by Josh Allen. Like Matt Breed is not doing anything for this team. Yeah. I, I still like Bills minus six and a half. They have a bunch of squares on the podcast. Take the favorites. Yeah. <laughs> Double doink parlay on Cool Bet. Uh, I tease, so we. I, I set this one up. Um, I kind of went behind your back, Warren, but oh, I did. <laughs> yeah, I so I, I, I teased uh, the Bears to plus three and a half because I still think that's – I still worry about that one. Um, maybe like a Lions kick a game-winning field goal of some sort, so I, I thought the tease to plus three and a half was a good look. Then parlay that with Bills and um, Cowboys money line. You're looking at plus 195, right? Plus 190 at Cool Bet. It's, not, it's a pretty good parlay. Oh, yeah. Is your parlay yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I hit it right away. <laughs> well, because I get the, so like I wrote, like I said, I wrote the, the take the Bears minus three and a half. It's just the more I've sat on it, I think Bears money line would be the better bet. But um, like if you if you have more money to throw on that, just because like something about the Lions are gonna win a game this year, yeah. Yeah, like and this could be it, right? They're at home, but. The, and the other thing, the Bears are 26 in rushing yards allowed. The, the Lions, the only yeah, thing no they can hits. do, yeah, and the only thing the Lions can do is run the ball. So. Yeah, anyways, it's one of the best days <laughs> of the year. Hope everybody enjoys it. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks again for listening, guys. Really appreciate it. Eagles Talk with D will be back um, tomorrow. You can listen to my episode with Gail Saunders of 4th and John. Uh, that was yesterday. Uh, it's on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Warner will be back with Weekend Wagers on Friday, and we will talk to you later.